Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Everyday Theologian. I'm one of your hosts, Pastor Ty Kordamash, and I'm here with our media director, Chad Lewis. Yay! So here we are again, um, finding ourselves sitting at a round table. I don't know where you're finding yourselves listening in and being a part of the conversation, but um, we always are just enjoy our time sitting around the table in a nice, nicely lit room. Um, the sun's shining right now, so I hope there's still blue sky as you're listening as well. So it's today, been a nice day. I know it's been a really nice day. We're enjoying this cooler weather, but the sun's shining. Mm. Nice fall day. So we find ourselves coming upon some holidays. Um, It is what, as we record, October 19th. So Mm -hmm. you'll get to hear this in in a few days. Um, But that means that the well-known holidays are right around the corner, as we like to say these in, in our society, in our culture these days, right? So it's, oh, Halloween is coming, which means Thanksgiving's almost here, which means Christmas is almost here. And yep. then it's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but even as we think about those holidays that are so secular, right, that we really don't put much weight into other than it's really fun to go and get costumes. We like we get to buy all the candy. We've got all the, I mean, now you go to a, a farm to pick up your pumpkin and pick your apples and go on a hayride and through a corn maze and all this kind of stuff because that's what you have to do at, mm-hmm. at Halloween time and in the fall, right? And yet, if we take a moment to look at some history, we can find that a lot of our holidays have some really more significant um, purpose and reason for being celebrated. And then we can also find how we've um, left left behind a lot of tradition and history that we don't celebrate. Yeah. That we don't even recognize. And and as we started talking about it, even things that we didn't even know of, or maybe we've heard of it, but we didn't really know what it was about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I found myself curious about All Saints Day. Yeah. And its attachment to Halloween or All Hallows' Eve, depending on who you ask, I guess. Right, right. So we just thought we'd uh, have a little chat about some of that and see where it leads us. And of course, we'd love to hear your take or or what you have, what you know or have learned about such things along the way. Some are obviously things that we um, can have that we have uh, traditions of in the church, and others that have just found their way into cultures and may. Mm-hmm. And we may find them specifically in um, in different cultures that we have brought with us from, you know, European countries or Russia or somewhere else. Um, so, yeah. 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 So all, well, so All Saints Day, right? We're going to be looking at that here at our church here in Chippewa. That's one that we do regularly pretty much annually mm-hmm. um, find to be significant. Yeah. And that's l- listing off 
50-year uh, members, usually. Yes. Yeah. Yep, we do include that, our 50-year um, members. As well as uh, members uh, of our community that have passed away over right. the course of the year. Right. And that would be, um, all Saints Day, that would typically be when we would when we remember those who have passed, mm -hmm. not necessarily just in the last year. I mean, that's what our congregation does right. as a way of recognizing and celebrating. You know, that's we name we name those people, um, just recognizing them. But we also make sure to um, acknowledge the fact that All Saints Day, we do take that time to remember all of those right. in our remembrance who have passed. Yeah. So though in the Protestant tradition, though, for us to consider that day, we really think of all of the saints, meaning all of those who have gone before us, all of those who, um, who are in heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then it's a little different depending on your faith tradition. Right. And it's, it, it, it's crazy how I never, as a kid, I never understood when uh, someone asked, you know, if I went to church and I was like, yeah, I go to this Catholic church. And they're like, I had one friend ask, wait, is that still Christianity or is that something mm -hmm. else? Mm -hmm. And looking at this uh, calendar of um, church holidays for the year, it, it's astounding to me how different they actually are. Cause I never, I never realized mm -hmm. even growing up in the Catholic church that we had all these other quote unquote holidays Yeah, um, that Protestant believers don't necessarily recognize most of them. Yeah. Or if they do, it's very regional. Sure. Yeah, it's very interesting how that happens. Sometimes it's within, like if it's a community that celebrates something, it's because they have um, that cultural history. You know, maybe it's a community that uh, most people have a German ancestry. Mm -hmm. And so that community then has that identity and it's not only tied to their church community, right? Right. Yeah. And then other times maybe it's a community that has a very significant Catholic presence. Mm -hmm. And so that celebration kind of gets tied into the community at large, um, even though it may be more of a, a Catholic tradition or celebration. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. And so even as we were sitting here kind of talking about um, some of the different traditions, you know, we could identify some of the Protestant and or Catholic uh, denominations that might celebrate more than others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of attached with all saints, at least for uh, Catholics, is the day after, which is All Souls Day. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which I recognized but i didn't remember what it was uh -huh. and so it's uh remembering and praying for those who we at least assume maybe didn't all make it all the way to heaven and might be in purgatory for some uh random sin that wasn't confessed mm -hmm. or still weighs on them mm -hmm. which I think is a whole different theological conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind separate. of a big topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for those of us who aren't really familiar, right, there is this 
uh, place that the Catholic Catholics believe uh, purgatory. That if if you haven't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even really know. I don't fully understand. Like, is it just that they haven't been faithful in attending mass? If they haven't done, gone to confession, like I don't know yeah. what all the pieces are. Just honestly, um, but I do like I, like you just said. Like purgatory is this in between place. Like if somebody's died, but they're not in heaven. They're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All Souls Day, when when special masses are said, extra prayers are prayed, because I know that that there that if you're Catholic, you're always praying for people who may be in purgatory. Yeah. That's you know, but those prayers are ones that are believed to um, cleanse an individual of sin that would then allow them into heaven. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the Hispanic overlap of uh, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I mean, really a celebration of of those who have passed and our family, the significance mm-hmm. of our family. But they really, like, it's not just a little like, oh, we remember them in, <laughs> in church or remember them in prayer. Like, they, it's a big deal. It's, it's a couple-day festival. Yeah, like festival, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's food and and parades and all kinds of, like, it's it's significant. Like, all the family comes together for this celebration. Yeah. And I, I think part of that might be where we get Halloween. But I'm not entirely sure how or where that came about. Yeah, I think Cuz like we don't like as Christians we we don't technically recognize Halloween even though like it's a big cultural thing when we might participate mm-hmm. um with costumes and the candy and all the all the mm-hmm. fun. But uh as far as like a holiday goes like All Hallows Eve is just kind of that. Like, it's just the day before we celebrate and remember uh, all of the saints. Um, so, I don't know. I'm I'm only kind of assuming here that maybe part of that culture, like, started to bleed into the church a little bit, and then it kind of became a, a cultural thing, at least at least here in, in the States and in the West. Yeah, because I think they... Um... You know, some of it, it can be said, some comes from like a, a Celtic tradition, um, Gaelic festivals that, uh, but how it kind of finally all bled in together. Oh, I didn't even think about the, mm-hmm. those other Celtic traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah, that's cause another. That would have influenced, I think, more of the church. Yeah. Being that it's centralized. The, yeah. In, the Western church. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right, because so much of the Protestant faith came through Europe, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, really a lot of the formation of of the Protestant Church there. So, um, but then you know, I remember being taught that it was um, a way of scaring off evil spirits. That's why we dressed in costumes. See, I've heard of that, but for the jack o' lanterns. Oh, I don't even know about the jack yeah, lantern. That was the one, that was the thing that I heard that oh. the the carved pumpkins yeah that were lit were mm-hmm. the like warding off of evil spirits. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, there's definitely got to be some blend of tradition there for those. Yeah. 
because I would I would believe that yeah, doing the costumes would be a a part of it. But again, I'm thinking like costume wise, I think of Hispanic tradition because mm. I see in my mind the the painted faces and mm-hmm. the the dancing and all the all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a culture expert. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so it's there's so much too. Yeah. And and I think it is like the blending of cultures, like you were saying, like they're just, yes, it may have started this way in that culture and this way in that culture. And and I mean, we can really get into it when, when we start talking about Christmas and St. Nicholas, because St. Nicholas is something different in all these different cultures. Mm. I'm curious, so. how many of you knew that there was a St. Nicholas Day? And no, I'm not talking about Christmas. <laughs> two different things that I just learned about. Um, St. Nicholas Day is on December 6th, if you were curious. <laughs> Beginning of the month, something that is in the uh, Germanic region, um, Germany, Poland, like that mm-hmm. that area of, of the world. Yep. Um, and it's kind of celebrating this guy that was real cheerful and generous and uh gave little trinkets mm-hmm. to kids i i actually remember seeing a movie uh when i was young uh about a guy that like carved little wooden toys and just mm-hmm. randomly decided to start giving them out overnight yeah which if you think about it like that being the the start of this legend of saint nicholas it's a little creepy <laughs> like like i can see being like oh hey you know this particular time of year, I'm just going to give things out as I see them on the streets. Yeah. But if uh, if our current legend of Santa coming at night oh, started right. with just this random generous guy that's like, I'm going to drop little gifts in people's houses. Yeah, especially in today's <laughs> culture. Oh, like, yeah. it's like, whoa, something's wrong with that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, St. Nicholas. So then there's, uh, you know, another part of the legend that that's that he was dropping you know whether it was down a chimney or through a window but um paying impoverished girls dowries oh so he was dropping um coins like gold coins into their shoes and so it was like oh that it's that girl's shoe Mm. and so it's that girl that now has a dowry to be married okay yeah which is part of why um, St. Nicholas Day, uh, that you would um, gold coins, like the gold chocolate coins, are oh, a big thing yeah. on that day. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But, like, I feel like, well, for us, just because it's not something we celebrate necessarily, you know, December 6th just feels like a random day. Right. <laughs> Like why December sixth? Yeah. Why not December twenty fifth? You know, it's <laughs> but, all kind of been but har- isn't that also random? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But then yeah, it looks different in different cultures. Mm-hmm. Different countries have different images and different origin stories for Saint Nicholas. Right. I think it's it's all that that bit of generosity towards children, mm-hmm. towards impoverished children, right? Or fa- uh, children in orphanages or something. Um, 
So St. Nicholas is then recognized as being, you know, like a patron saint for children and that kind of, yeah. But yeah, you get into Germany and all of a sudden, you were mentioning, what was it? Because <laughs> they Krampus? got... Yeah, they got St. Nicholas and then they got Krampus. Yes. Which is like... Like... Oh. The exact opposite of Santa. Right. Um, Children who do not do their prayers get yeah. sticks and stones and coal. Yeah. And maybe spanked with a right. oh, uh, like yeah, a thrashing like a reed. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another one and I can't remember I can't remember the character's name. I don't even remember exactly where it's from. Uh but it's the same like kind of demon looking guy yeah that like if you've been bad you're stuffed in his sack and you get to spend the night in hell before being brought back to bed yeah and i don't remember which which culture that imagine telling your kids that i mean right now it's just if you're santa knows Mm -hmm. santa claus knows if you've been naughty or nice but we've lost the like coal in your stocking and all that right Going to hell for a night? <laughs> Yikes. I'm kind of glad that that didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, me too. That's a little extreme. Whoa. Yeah. But I feel like it was still that, again, not a culture expert, so yeah. don't pin it on me. But I feel like <laughs> it was still that that same like pseudo-Germanic yeah. region. Huh. Wild. Wild stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Holidays. And regional traditions are strange. It, yeah. Well, just because we're not used to them because they don't make sense to us. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Then there's... um. I was... When you you mentioned uh, St. Andrew's Day. Yeah. Uh, earlier to me. And you were like, I've never heard of this one. And I was like, oh, wait. I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> But for me, I recognized it because of my roots with the Presbyterian church that has closer ties, um, some of them, to like England and Scotland. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I have Scottish roots. So I'm familiar with uh, St. Andrew's like the celebration of St. Andrew's, the Mm -hmm. Feast of St. Andrew. Um, In fact, the Scottish society here in the Pittsburgh area is the St. Andrew's society. So, and my dad's a member. (laughs) Um, So, so I have, you know, some familiarity there, but it's really just that he's considered the patron saint of Scotland, England, um, and and others. St. Patrick is for Ireland. Yes. Yes. And we all know St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> and that has little to do with the church. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, of course, not traditionally. We get that. But um, yeah, so St. Andrew, it's just a celebration of of Andrew, the disciple, you know, the apostle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then it's also the day that that if you've if you own a kilt, you're wearing it. You're wearing it to church and um, just celebrating that cultural tradition. Mm-hmm. 
more than um, necessarily, you know, not like St. Nicholas and and how he cared for children. Right. So, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and then right around the same time as all, all of these fall holidays, mm-hmm. um, falls Reformation Day. Yes. Which in the Methodist tradition, we don't think about or really talk about all that much. True. Um, that is very much a uh, Lutheran thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, predominantly Lutheran because Martin Luther was really the one who, he did not intend to form a new denomination. Uh, he did not. He did not want to split from the Catholic Church. He just wanted to bring to light some issues that he had with the Catholic Church and what they were um, continuing with well, the doctrine that they were continuing to believe and teach. And he said, hey, I've got some concerns here. He had 95 to be exact. <laughs> uh, and so it's um, he nailed his 95 theses to the door of the church on October 31st. How about that? And so, yeah, it, it uh, caused some conversation to be had. Yeah. To put it mildly. But that also then became um, the impetus and the and the start of um, other denominations, right? Because out mm-hmm. of that, we had Luther conversations for Luther and John Calvin, who's the Presbyterian, um, and you know, and it just kept going from there. And yeah. That's ultimately how we ended up being Methodists, or you know, even having a Methodist church because it just progressed from there. So. Yeah. Crazy. Wild. Yeah. We had, uh, when I was in college, we had some reference to Reformation Day in one of my classes. Hmm. Um, and I was telling you this earlier mm-hmm. that my professor showed up that day wearing a kilt. Yeah. And I was really confused why, but <laughs> uh, tying some of the other uh, Reformation stuff back to uh, Celtic roots, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Calvin and the Presbyterians, mm-hmm. Geneva being a Presbyterian school. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, that now makes a lot more sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Strange <laughs> when yeah, when you're odd. like not putting two and two together. Odd, but, yeah. Yeah. But like, oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> yep. Just takes a little explanation here and there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have to do that these days because we've not done the best job of holding on to traditions like that and and really making sure people understand history mm-hmm. around that kind of stuff. Yeah. So other holidays, other days of the of the church. Um, you know, of course, we've got our the ones we know: mm-hmm. Advent, Christmas. But we can stick in there too. Um, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Uh, uh, watch night. Watch night. Never heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, also referred to as uh, Freedom's Evening. Freedom's mm. Eve. Interesting. Which, based on the article that I have pulled up, um, watch night or 
just regular New Year's Eve as a reflection of the year and like prayer over the year to come. Uh, something that John Wesley encouraged mm-hmm. Methodists to practice. Yep. Um, but then was predominantly picked up, and I don't know if this is still a thing amongst other denominations, but uh, the article says that it was picked up and became significant among African-American churches hmm. um, as a way of not only contemplating the new year, mm-hmm. uh, but also celebrating and remembering um, the emancipation. Hmm. Well, and it and the Emancipation Proclamation was enacted was enacted January first, eighteen sixty three. So you know that yeah yeah that's exactly yeah. Yeah. that makes perfect sense. Absolutely, yeah. Especially why they would call it Freedom's Eve then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely in our United Methodist uh, Book of Worship, the Watch Night Service, the. Um, and uh, John Wesley really encouraged that the at the that we would bring in the new year with prayer, with confession, with communion, mm-hmm. and um, and even a like there's a a covenant prayer. The Wesleyan covenant prayer is what we call it these days. That um, many church, many you know pastors and churches have a tradition of of having, even if they don't do it on like New Year's Eve into New Year's Day, maybe like the first Sunday of the new year, mm-hmm. having a service that uses part of that, yeah. um, that liturgy and that covenant prayer, just, just giving yourself back to the Lord and committing the year ahead to God and um, having your focus be there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad thing. No, kind not of, at all. Kind of a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and a and a I mean, and a great time to celebrate Freedom Night too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, and then in the church we can continue on with little things. I think, like Chad was saying earlier, you know, within the Catholic tradition and Catholic faith, they have so many feast days and holy days within the Orthodox Church. They as well have, you know, they they see the saints as being um, ones that they should recognize with feast days and holy days. Um, so there's a lot more in there that we haven't even begun to cover. Um, but they, you know, there's... Um, um, oh, why can't I think of the word all of a sudden? So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> epiphany. Epiphany. Why couldn't I think of epiphany? Yeah. Um, I think I had emancipation in my head and I couldn't flip the letter. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not that. Epiphany. Um, you know, when the three wise uh wise men came and found the the child, bathed the baby Jesus. Um, but then also we celebrate the the baptism of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, we recognize, uh, and that's before we get to Lent. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of all like right there, right in the beginning of the year. So there's those, and which is weird. Like I never, I never put two and two together that that was a specific like church holiday. Okay, I thought, yeah, that'd be cool if it was, <laughs> but like just being in the church for as long as I have. You know, you go to Christmas, 
Yeah. And then you like talk about epiphany for a couple of weeks and then you slowly like ramp into Lent. Yeah. And going over the baptism of Jesus was just part of that process. And so I never, yeah, it never dawned on me that, yeah, there's a specific Sunday for that. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one that I've not heard. Uh, I'm going to take the assumption just based on the name that it is a very Catholic kind of holiday. Hmm. Uh, Candlemas. Mm. Um, Also known as the Feast of the Presentation of Jesus Christ. Uh, The Feast of the Purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the Feast of the Holy Encounter. So kind of all of these uh, early, um, you know, gospel moments mm-hmm. uh, kind of being celebrated on one day. Yeah. Uh, and that's at the beginning of the year as well, mm-hmm. right after Christmas. Sure. Yeah. And that, I mean, that ties well with the baptism of Jesus, like the, mm-hmm. as the United Methodists, we kind of recognize that, but that would be, you know, a time when, when Jesus would have been brought to the temple um, and when we read in scripture about Anna, the prophetess, and Simeon mm-hmm. um, interacting with the Holy Family. Yeah. And there you go. Any others? One that we don't particularly acknowledge, even though I think it'd be cool if we did, uh, is Trinity Sunday following Pentecost. Uh, but as we talked about before we started recording, the Trinity is a very difficult topic to uh, to address, and and I get it. Um, I had a, a one-off class in college on the Trinity, and instead of like trying to figure out the Trinity of God, like we we talked a lot about the creeds mm. um, mm-hmm. that the early church formed to mm-hmm. uh, kind of organize and lay foundation to their beliefs and try to wrap their minds around God, the father, son, and spirit. Yeah. Um, I had to memorize one of them. Mm -hmm. I think it was the apostles creed. Probably. Um, And so there was a couple of years that when we occasionally would recite a creed in church, Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one that I knew. I was like, I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, and <laughs> even though, even though, I mean, I know this is kind of a tangent, but, um, you know, when you start, even like we just were singing a bunch of hymns, and then when we start like singing, and it's like, oh, I know that, I can, I can sing along with that. Oh, I forgot how. Oh, yeah. Okay, there it is. I got it. Yeah. Again. Yeah. The the Apostles' Creed is the one that we usually recite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was the Nicene Creed. Okay. That I had to memorize. Okay. Which is basically the same thing, it's but with extra words. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit more similar. exposition. Right. But. Yeah. So anyway. The holidays. <laughs> There's a Back lot of them. holidays. There's there a few are. that we know. There's more that we don't. Mm-hmm. Some that we celebrate without knowing it. Yeah. And some that we just assume are things that maybe we do as a congregation or as a denomination, but actually have greater meaning. Mm -hmm. And it's so good whenever we can take a few minutes and remember, right? History is important. It Mm -hmm. is good to know where we've come from. And especially in our faith, it's significant. 
and it helps us to get a better focus on what we're celebrating and why. Because really, we all think in all things we should be giving thanks and gratitude to God. Yeah. So, even even on days like Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the night before, the night before All Saints Day, All Hallows Day. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I hope this has given you something to think about anyways. And uh, I, I realize we don't have all the details. <laughs> Sorry, friends. We weren't trying to keep you for three hours <laughs> to detail every moment of history. Um, but definitely something good to think about. Yeah. And uh, if you're not subscribed, make sure you're subscribed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM, if you're so uh, curious to go there. That's our new uh, mass distributing uh, platform. Uh, we're still on SoundCloud. Uh, and you can find find us in the church app if you've got the church app. Um, our next episode should be out in two weeks. Schedule's depending. Um, things have getting, gotten busy, so. It really has gotten busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll see you next time. All right. See you soon.